Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Jacob, and I'm a sports guy. And my name is Tim, and I am not a sports guy. No, no, no. My name is Caleb, and I am capital N, not a sports guy. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Even trying more to, not a sports trying guy. Trying to one-up me? I don't like this. Caleb, how about me and you start a show called <laughs> the capital N, not a sports guy? I love it. Tim Tim was trying to start a new podcast last week called Not a Not a Sports Guy. Yes, about the enchiladas. Yeah. Yes. Well, tacos, really, because there is no All, emoji. In the emoji, in the emoji world, yes. Right. <laughs> wow. It, it, it has happened, everyone. You've heard us talk about the infamous Caleb, the other co-host of The Ramble, which is Tim's other podcast. But now Caleb is one of our most uh, requested, um, one of our most requested guests, and uh, he's here, y'all. He he's here to answer all the, the questions that you've technically been for in. the second time, and we can't forget. Ooh, technically for the second time, that's Ooh. right. Because uh, he made an appearance whenever he was listener of the week. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> so Caleb, how do you feel? You're here. On not a sports yes, it's it's so wild to be in here, be in the room, and kind of see what goes on BTS behind the scenes. To love listening to you guys, and so happy to be here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little tired. It's a little early for me. So, <laughs> explain why it's early for you, Caleb. Um, yeah, so I live in the UK, so I'm five hours ahead from Eastern Time, which is when you guys are recording. So. Exactly. And we record late at night. It is eleven, almost eleven thirty here, uh, Eastern Standard Time. So, so that makes it twelve, one, two, three, four in the morning. Sheesh. Carry the two. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Add the three. Man, this well, is Jacob, called dedication. Jacob, I want to ask you: How do you feel? You have a lot of pressure on you today because Why do you I have a lot of pressure. Well, because you're the you. Uh, not only are you having to teach me sports now, but you also have another Padawan. Well, student. see, that that's true. People. I do have another student. Again, I'm the substitute teacher. I'm not the actual teacher. This whole, this whole semester, I've been learned by the. Uh, We've been under your substitute. Uh, tutelage, Professor uh, Patton. I feel like you know it's like School of Rock, where it's like I'm not really the substitute teacher, but I kind of just force my way in just so I can teach these kids how to play music, except I'm teaching y'all how to play basketball. Well, not play basketball, but I guess how to enjoy basketball. If you could sure teach we us. Have, we have more experience playing basketball. <laughs> Very true. If you could teach us an instrument, was, though, which instrument would you teach us? Um, If I had to teach an instrument, <sighs> Let's go triangle. That one's pretty simple. Um, doesn't really require too much of uh, you know hand-eye coordination, like maybe the guitar yeah, might, know. piano it, it might. Does con- it does require rhythm. So if you don't have rhythm, triangle. I've got rhythm. Be. You've heard it. it, DJ JP. I've. <laughs> you want to go? Uh, we can do this round again. three. Round three. <laughs> I've got rhythm. I uh, you know I've I've made some beats in my days. Using old Garage Band, you made the intro. To yes, this the intro music podcast. That's true. Shout out to DJ JP. I made the intro. I made the weekly wager drop. I'm all, all the drop. drops I've made. 
So, uh, if I could. Hotcakes. <laughs> hotcakes. Why did I say hotcakes? Because Caleb, that that is that's what you like saying, right? You've you've told us in the past that whenever you was it the first time you listened, you thought Tim was saying hotcakes, or right. is that just like what comes to your mind? <laughs> I thought it was at first, and then yeah, I just thought about oh McDonald's, you know, hotcakes, and then I got really hungry. <laughs> but then I didn't know what a hot take was, so Tim had to educate me. And such, uh, See, you Tim? also didn't know what a goat was. Ooh, I wasn't gonna say it, but Tim brought it up. Okay, guys, yes, I did not know <laughs> what the goat was or a goat. I know the animal, the mammal goat, but <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I'd really be concerned if you didn't know what that was. <laughs> I know we were talking about, I think one of our, our good friends of ours had asked us if we could have one athlete on the podcast who would we want to interview and i was bringing up a bunch of the goats like tom brady lebron james michael jordan someone like that and uh tim was making the argument maybe not one of the goats maybe someone new someone fresh like ja moran or trey young and uh and then (laughs) caleb comes in um excuse me what is goat (laughs) i mean i hear everyone talking about these goats i mean is there a goat version of Tom Brady? A goat version of LeBron James? It's the new uh, uh, sports conspiracy, kind of like like the lizard people. Just yes. <laughs> all athletes are is goat. Tom Brady a goat? <laughs> Tim, um, you know Caleb just brought up something that I'd like to you know, kind of go back and hash out a little bit. He said that you taught him what the goat was. So are you? I mean. You're still not a sports guy, right? But you're you're now kind of passing on some knowledge here. So, I mean, uh, that's the whole point, right? Like, I'm transitioning into a sports guy. That's very true. Transition, and so, and so you still you still wouldn't consider yourself a sports guy. No, but I would consider myself a basketball guy at this point. Oh, I think I can confidently say I know enough. I don't know. I w- you've got to test me at the end of the season to That's confirm right. that. But I feel good, you know. Yeah, it's like my um, this you know the final my, uh, my my semester finals coming up, and I've been doing my homework. And have uh, you I been feel, doing the homework? Yeah, mostly. <laughs> I uh, you said Hank <laughs> this past couple of weeks ate some of it recently. <laughs> yeah, my my dog Hank ate some of my homework. No, ironically, I t- I was talking to Caleb earlier, and uh, I made a confession to him that uh, I and we can get into it if you want. I'm sure, oh, you, no. I'm sure you're going to want to get into it, but I regret to inform you that I <laughs> how do I say this? I haven't watched a basketball game in the past like two weeks. Oh my, God. <laughs> Caleb, close your eyes, dude. This is getting bad. This is get. So we've had podcasts the past two weeks. We have. we've talked basketball. We have, and you have. You would have no idea, right? And I think that just goes to show that I'm such a sports guy. So it's not to say I haven't kept up. I mean, I keep track of you know records and scores and such. I just haven't really had the time, truly, to sit down and watch a game. So wow. have I been doing my homework? I guess not. I've been reading the cliff notes, you know? And you know, Caleb, you're the capital in not a sports guy. So you've probably haven't even watched one basketball game all season, right? Oh, <laughs> Professor Patton. I watched a game a few hours ago. 
Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. He was I, while I was making my confession. He's like, "Oh, I'm in the middle of the Warriors Mavs game." And what <laughs> you? That's probably the first game you've seen in a long time, right? Like you probably haven't watched any other playoff games. I mean, it's right? been a couple days, but wait, what do you mean a couple days? You've you've been watching? I've been watching. Yes. And okay, hold on now. I see what you're doing here. But I do want to point out, I've been an avid follower of the NBA since we began this podcast. That's true. Caleb, however, is playing catch-up. So, you know, I'm proud of him. Don't get me wrong. It's just him watching games now is, I feel like, the equivalent of me having watched all the way through the season. And now I'm able to keep up without actually having to watch every game. You know what I'm saying? Wow, I mean that's a good point, Caleb. What what's your rebuttal to that? I feel like Tim's just playing mustard. You're trying to. <laughs> mustard. I was hoping someone would go there because Caleb's playing catch up. You said, oh, uh, whoa, whoa, so whoa, you're whoa, playing okay, mustard, I right? You, I got you. I got you. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow, that went over my head. <laughs> I don't like this, Caleb. I feel like you're just you're already trying to take my place as not a sports guy, and now you're trying to steal like the dad jokes. That's my mm. role, man. I'm sorry. Chutney. Mm. You know, I feel. Cat dad joke. What about Chumley? What about Chutney? What about Chumley? Uh, yeah, you're going to have to explain the Chutney to the, the listeners. Oh, yes. Sorry. So you can't just say Chutney and expect <laughs> people to know what you're talking about. I, I have who, a, who does he play for? Good question. I uh, He likes all the games, you know. He's not he's not biased one way or the other. Um. Who is Chutney? You have to explain who Chutney is. No, just allow him to be this ghostly figure that no one knows who he is. A goat, a goatly figure. He's my friend. Sometimes we watch the games together and (laughs) we go on walks. And (laughs) that's sweet. That's sweet. Sometimes he likes to try to eat your broccoli. (laughs) I'm just picturing like this imaginary, like. He's not real. <laughs> what are people imagining right now? What exactly is chutney? Like, truly, like, what is it? It's a sauce. Is it really? For curry dishes, yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, like mango chutney. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, what, can, what do you put it on? You dip poppadums in it. It's so it's like a sweet poppadums mango sauce. What is a poppadum? Poppadum is like a big, almost like a big chip, like a big, uh, like mm. tostada. Is that the right way? Mm, yes, mm. I know exactly where. Isn't it like a little bit thinner, a little bit crunchier? Yes, very crunchy, very thin, mm-hmm. very easy to just break into pieces. Yes, poppadum in your mouth. Wow, I did not. What was that, Tim? You want to? I said, just pop it in your in your mouth. <laughs> pop it in. You know, I, I kind of like Caleb. You know, he's he's got good jokes. He's been watching basketball lately. What do you right, say? I'm gonna just head out. All right. Just an all around great guy. <laughs> Bye, Tim. <laughs> well, I think Tim, you brought this up at the beginning of the podcast. Tim, you and Caleb both have more basketball experience playing wise than I do. So I would like to jump into that first. Let's let's give, and by the way, before we move on, Chutney is Caleb's cat. Completely, almost just went past that without even 
explaining who Chutney was. Yeah. Um, but Caleb, so let's let's jump into your sports background here. So you would you would say right now you are a capital N, not a sports guy, but there have been some sports within your life at some point. Like you said, Tim, um, you and Caleb both played basketball together in high school, correct? We did, yes. I actually I won an award. Speaking of all the awards going really? around, yes. Wow. Okay, well let's hear it. I was MVP. No. My junior year. No way. Also on junior Tim, varsity. Never this up. <laughs> hey, let's not let's not, you know, make MVP fun of anybody MVP. on junior varsity. I've got junior varsity awards as well for baseball, so I, I'm proud of them. You earned it. So you got J V MVP. Yes. Oldest player on the team. <laughs> There were seventh graders on the team. There were. But I still, I was still, <laughs> still the MVP. Tim compared himself uh, to Giannis when he was in high school. I definitely didn't. So, okay. who would you compare yourself to in the NBA? Uh, and you can't say was? Jaw because we actually had a Jaw on our team. <laughs> this is true. And so, if if you can think of one, what player would be a Good resemblance of, of what kind of player you were in high school. Mm, so, Caleb, maybe to help you think about like all the players who are normally on the bench. <laughs> Tyler Hero just won sixth man award or <laughs> of the year award. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, oh, is the, is that who I think it is? The Thunder from Down Under. Oh, Josh Giddy. So that that's who you would compare yourself to? Probably not. I just really wanted to <laughs> be involved in this drop. It was one of my favorites throughout <laughs> the uh, season. Nice. But well, let's. How about this? Let's break this down. So what you like? You said you want MVP a JV. Mm-hmm. JV MVP. What were some of your strong suits? Was it passing, shooting? I was very fond of getting like rebounds and like midair. I had like a signature when it would come off the backboard. I don't know if there's a name for this, but I would catch the ball midair and just boop boop, put it back in. Okay, so um, so I guess gosh, an offensive rebound. Yeah, so you were good at getting offensive rebounds, putbacks. There you go, putbacks. You it would come off, you'd put it back. And you'd score. So, you know, I will say this. I know the Josh Giddy thing was a joke, but I'm pretty sure he, as like a point guard and a rookie, he thrived with getting rebounds. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe Josh Giddy is a good representation of who you okay, were. Okay. So, when, at what point did you and Tim get on the same team? Was he on JV with you, or were you promoted to varsity where Tim was already kind of warming up the seat next to him? <laughs> Yeah, Tim was all but the star player. Really? My eyes. Um, I mean, he described himself as Giannis, so I can only imagine no, I how he was stretching the court here. No, I although I did, I did play varsity the year before you, Caleb, in which which we met. You came to my school junior year, mm-hmm. so that was that first year we were not playing together. But senior year, we did we did play together. We did. And so y'all were like LeBron and Dwayne Wade, you know, just like 
a big duo in the league. Um, you something know, like that. <laughs> something like that. Um, explain y'all's experience together on in in high school playing basketball together. What was that like? Well, whenever I needed a break, <laughs> whenever I needed a break, Jaw would come in, and then whenever Jaw needed a break, Mac would come in, and then whenever Mac needed a break, that was when Caleb. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. No, just kidding. Until Jaw scored on the wrong goal, and then I moved up. <laughs> who who put this guy out here? Caleb, get in. <laughs> no, I I I'm I'm messing with Caleb. Uh, although he. No offense to you, Caleb, but but you did ride the bench a good bit. But I actually also I st- the first half of senior year I started, and then I was benched for a junior. So I, I literally no shade at all thrown because I I rode the bench as well that second half. Tim was benched by a seventh grader. <laughs> Came in, he was six three in seventh grade, and. Uh, and, and kind of showed Tim up at, out there on the court. Am I right? Mm, something like that. While the whole time I'm in the stands, you know, not actually even attempting to play. So, <laughs> um, okay. So you've got some, some basketball background. Yep. Uh, would you say that you're, you're, you're comfortable with how the game plays? Like when it comes to fouls, the pace of the game, like you still kind of have that in the back of your head and you understand how all that works. There you go. Okay, cool. Sorry. Uh, he nodded. Yes. I was already just continuing on. I'm sure everyone was just like, yeah, I didn't hear an answer. Yes. Um, um I, I was going to say, I feel like I know the basic rules, but I think okay. a lot of phraseology and things when I started getting into basketball in the past couple months watching, kind of went over my head like when they talk about field goals mm. i was confused for a second i was like mm. this guy doesn't know what he's talking about this is basketball yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i will say that was another thing that i like whenever i started to really watch basketball more is something that i was also confused with um but yeah that like little terms like that as you continue to watch you get more familiar with and, and start to understand a little bit more um so awesome so We've talked about your basketball experience. Is there any other sports that you played in high school or pursued in high school? Or after. Um, or after high school, Caleb. maybe in college, you pursued another sport. Um, anything like that? Well, I also played soccer in high school. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm. It was also not very How good. Was that? It was also <laughs> very frequently on the bench. Just an athletic guy. Not really necessarily like great at like one thing, but hey, you could put them in as a utility player every different sport. You know, like Tim played football a little bit. Were you on the football team with him? Maybe wide receiver. Talk about not being good. (laughs) I was not on the football team with him. Well, I thought you said you did play football. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Oh, Uh, come on, y'all. Come on. Tim's not even amused by that. You know what we're well, talking about, did, Tim? Because soccer is is football. Yes. Yeah, yes. but but he didn't say football. So, anyways, um, Caleb. So, 
So you played soccer as well. I did. Uh, we're eventually going to try to tackle soccer. I'm not a sports guy. Oh, love uh, maybe we could have you in as an expert uh, analyst for expert us. Expert witness. Analyst. I'll, uh, I'll be your Ted Lasso. How about that? Hey, I would love that. I would love for that. Um, okay, so basketball, soccer in high school, any other sports, maybe in college that you went after, tried to, to tried to play or get any scholarships for? Well, no, no scholarships, but I did. Tr- I say try out, but it wasn't even trying out for the team in a way, which makes the story worse. But I attempted to play Quidditch. Ah, the infamous Quidditch story. Yes. We teased it last week. This is it. Let's hear it. How do you play Quidditch in real life? You know, that is a question. It is, it's kind of similar to like a look, a mixture of lacrosse and rugby. Um, mm. And so it stems from Harry Potter, obviously. So it's got, right. you know, it's got like the someone, I think the funniest part of the game is someone is the snitch and has like a little yellow ball kind of okay. tucked in the, their pants or whatever. And they're, they're just running around basically and someone's trying to catch them. Okay. Um, But I got to ask, do, do you have like brooms in like or oh, yes. whatever? I mean. That's Do you have to keep it? Uh, yes. Is it tugged between the legs the whole mm-hmm. time as mm-hmm. you're running? Yeah, you have to wow. have to run that way. Wow. How <laughs> Are they like special brooms, or can you just bring you know the broom from your pantry? I'm <laughs> just imagining like the athletic director of the school, like trying to make sense of why he's spending so much money from the budget on these specialized brooms. <laughs> Listen, we just can't order some from Walmart. This is a real thing. It's specialized brooms. Yeah, specialized uh crafted on Etsy brooms. As opposed to just Dollar General. Yeah, I don't you know, I don't know because I didn't get that far. Which we'll come on to in the story, I guess. But yes, you have to ride around on brooms, quote unquote ride, which I think is why it makes catching the snitch that much more difficult. Because it slows sure. you down, you know, your stride. Plus your plus your hands are somewhat occupied because you got a whole I mean, you can't run and like keep the broom in between your thighs. Maybe if Not- you were Devin Booker. <laughs> He's got yes. a, a third arm leg to stabilize another appendage that could hold it. Another appendage, yeah. <laughs> that would be impressive. Um yes. So uh, so the story goes, I I moved to uh the UK to do a master's degree and one of my friends was, you know, I'm I'm in my mid 20s, you know, my athletic prowess is never going to be greater than it is at this point. So I want to pursue that in some ways, you know. I want to broaden my horizons. So the options were pantomime society or something else like Quidditch. Mm. And so the season had already kicked off, but I messaged the guy that like heads up the team, the captain. And I say, can I come like play on the team? And he's like, yeah, if you come to practice, we'll kind of see what you got. And then we'll go from there. So you're, you're kind of, this just sounds fun. It's it's you know quirky but interesting. 
This guy's like, yeah, we'll see what you got. Like, this is, he's pretty serious about it. Like, is that the vibe I'm getting? Like, you're just like, oh, this will be fun. And he's like, no, this is legit stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a really nice guy. And I guess I'll call him Oliver. So I'm not just, I don't remember his actual name though. But so anyways, (laughs) yes, I message Oliver and he seems like a really nice guy. He's like, yeah, come on, come on out. So I'm just, yeah, I'm thinking this is just going to be really fun. Just kind of running around like we're back in elementary school. And I can tack on that. I play Quidditch. We get there and like, this is serious. People have cleats. They have jerseys already. I'm wearing track pants and tennis shoes. People have their arms taped up. People have eye black on that. It's smeared. <laughs> they you got the come sleeves. Out, <laughs> you come out and you've got the books with you. You're ready, for, <laughs> ready for anything. Yes. And uh, and and so when you get out there, like you said, people have cleats on. People have jerseys on. It's it's very much. It, it's more than you expected. Mm-hmm. Let's just say. And so you're walking up to the field. What what do you do? So I just say, you know, I'm here and I'm going to do my best. I'm going to make my mother proud. And the first thing we do is they start running drills. And I forget the specific name of this drill, but basically you have a cone and you're like in a line. You have to like sprint okay. to the cone 20 feet away, okay. turn around, come back and then tag your partner in. Okay. So they put me at the front of this like Ooh. drill. And so I say, okay. How dare they? I know, I know. Why would they do that knowing like, you, the, you're new to this. Like you don't know what to do. Like you should be the bot, the as like the back of the line took, so you could kind of learn the drills as you go. That's crazy. Let's say what he's got. <laughs> put him up first. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like, I feel like the guy that invited you meant well, but like the, the co, the, you know, the co-captain, he's like, I don't want to, this guy, let's just embarrass him. Like he, he doesn't belong here. Well, he wouldn't he, say it like that. He, right. No, but he, he doesn't have like a, an American accent. Okay. So how would he like, actually hey, say Hey Mike, this, this gaffer, what does he know? <laughs> put, gaffer, put him in the front of the line. Let's see him, you know, mess up his, you know, yeah, that's what, that's what happened. I uh, give him this dodgy broom here. <laughs> see what he, let's see how he straddles this. He brought his dust map here. What, what is this guy doing here? <laughs> Oh my god! No, well, I didn't have to have brooms for this. Um, fortunately, okay. I, I never got to the broom stage. Oh no! Yeah. Uh huh. So okay, so you go out there first in line, yep. and old Oliver blows the whistle, and I in in my mind it was slow motion, but I just start to sprint as fast as I can, and the ground is damp. No. I've got tennis shoes on with literally, literally no traction. <laughs> and I, I face plant. No. Yes. yes. Had you at least made steps. it a cone? Yes. No. How far did all you of make it? Two or three feet. <laughs> and I just get them off the field. Yes, yes. And I just hear people, ooh. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You can do better. You can, oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> do better, mate. <laughs> oh, 
Achilles tears immediately. <laughs> Get the stretcher out here. <laughs> Someone call. Someone call an ambulance. Woo, woo. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Can anyone give me any, any of his emergency contact information? He's <laughs> just some old bloke that came up here. We don't know who some he yank, is. Where he comes some from. American guy. You got an ID bracelet. So no. you face Who's his next of kin? I don't know. Oh, man. So you face plant. You assumably you, you, you get back up. Mm-hmm. You finish the drill out. What I mean, I do. I was a bit more conscientious of my steps. Um, so I was not very fast, but I did not want to slip again. <laughs> so I, you know, did you, did you get up and look back? Or did you just, <laughs> or did you just get up and like, let's just pretend this didn't happen? I just kept going. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame oh, you. I just, no. This is just so painful to listen to. <laughs> so you get back, you tag the other person, you get I to could the just back see, of the line. Well, I just see, you know, Oliver's kind of standing there with his clipboard and, and Todrick, the, the co-captain, he's like, that's what I thought, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's shoot, why I shoot, wanted shoot. to go first. He's like, yeah, get him out of here. Anyway, it, okay. yeah, it was just so shame. And then I made my way to the back of the line. I'm just like covered in mud. I, I'm sure there are <laughs> tears in my eyes. Just from the sheer embarrassment, but I, you know, I, I continued on, um, we ran a few more drills and then we got to, and all the while guys, the, the fairy tale is not panning out. Like I thought, right. I, I'm thinking I'm just one thing away from saying Mm-mm, I'm done. Yep. So we get to the next drill and I'm, I'm listening trying to understand what it is. And from what I understand, this is like a rugby style drill. Where they're gonna like, you know, effectively you're kind of wrestling okay. with you, like you're paired off. And so I look at the guy across from me that I'm paired off with, and I'm like, so what exactly does this entail? And he's like, You asked I him did. That. Yes. I okay, imagine okay. you ask the question, and right after you get done, you hear the whistle blow, <laughs> and the guy just like ah! just tackles you. <laughs> um, one moment, sir. <laughs> What exactly is this drill? <laughs> That's basically what it was. And then you hear the whistle. Um, and he's, you know, explained it to me. He's like, when the whistle blows, you and I go into the mud. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but basically. You just go again? Yes. Like, and we try to pin each other down. And I'm just like already battered and bruised from the experience. And so I look at him. I look at the coach. I look back at him. And I say, I think I have a phone call. <laughs> yeah, I think you do too, mate. Which is, I, do, I didn't even have my phone. So there was no way for me to know that I had a phone call. So I pretend <laughs> to receive a phone call. No. I leave this guy. My shorts are vibrating, y'all. I've got to <laughs> take a five here. Hold on. I go to my pretend phone call and then pretend talk to somebody. And then I tell Ollie, I'm like, listen, something's come up. I'm really sorry, but I need to go. And then I got on my bicycle His, and left. Oh, and this, this ride home, you're covered in mud, mm-hmm. sweat, tears. 
And you're just, I mean, what's going through your head, man? I mean, it's just. Well, part of it was. Are you afraid that you're going to run back into these people at some oh, point? Oh, for sure. Yes. Did you? Did you ever run into them? Oliver, at least? I did not. No. Fortunately. That's yeah. Good. 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 Todrick, though, he was like, he sees you on, he'd see you on the sidewalk. And he's, he's like, I'm going to walk on the other side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's like, I'm going to see where this guy lives. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you try to curse the name of our school's Quidditch team. Mm-hmm. God, well, at least, <clears throat> you know, we joked last week. How bad would it be to have somebody try out for the Quidditch team and then not make it? But you willingly walked away. Yes. So It wasn't like you didn't make it. I'm I'm sure if you would have continued, you would have had a jersey the next week. Yeah, yeah. you would have been part of the team. Yeah. Oh I, man, you honestly, that was the more prideful thing to do. Just be like, you know what? I'm gonna separate myself from this situation. Um, <laughs> y'all don't deserve to have my athletic ability on this team, <laughs> and just kind of walk away. And walk away. I, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. All right. Wow. What a wonderful story. I loved that. Loved it so much. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, again, our first episode is Caleb uh, with Caleb as a guest, I should say. Uh, but we do have some NBA to talk about. It is playoff time. It is time to get into the NBA recap. But before we do that, let's take a quick break. Welcome back, everybody. It is time to jump into the NBA recap. First and foremost, we have made it past the conference semis. um, And being that we made it past the conference semis, we have to uh, give our points that are well-deserved to the people that actually... Uh, so should I play this drop? Instead? Maybe you should. It's the weekly wager. That's Caleb's favorite drop. One, one week, y'all actually heard his rendition of it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember it, but it, it, went, a some, it went a little something like this. I heard it. It's a weekly wager. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. That sounded like a horn almost. <laughs> Do you it know? again. Just the, just the wager part. Wager. Yeah, it sounds like a, like a boat horn. Right. Pulling into the dock <laughs> late at night. This is your captain um, But yeah, it is, it is time to... Dish out some points here. Last time we did this, we were just covering round one. Tim and I both earned 60 points from predicting uh, six matchups correctly. Then moving on to the conference semis, we had Miami going up against the 76ers. Tim did not even make it that far to that point in that matchup. But I did, not to brag or anything. Uh, And I voted for 76ers to make it. And unfortunately, the Heat won 4-2. Again, I blame Embiid not being there for the first two games, but it's uh, neither here nor there. Um, next Freaking up, we had... Joel Embiid making excuses because somebody elbowed him in the face. 
Right, and his orbital bone was <laughs> fractured. Whatever. Play through it. I mean, Caleb got up after face planting in the ground. <laughs> he got up had and an orbital finished fracture, the drill. Probably so. Uh, next series, we had Milwaukee up against Boston. Um, Tim and I both voted for the Nets to beat Boston in round one, so neither of us could score any points here, but Boston ended up coming out on top, winning four three. Um, now let's jump to the Western Conference. We had Phoenix going up against the Mavericks. Now that was a matchup that Tim predicted correctly. Uh, I had voted for the Jazz to beat the Mavericks, so... Uh, I wasn't going to be able to win any points here, but I did vote for the Suns to beat Pelicans. Tim voted for the Suns to beat Pelicans. So uh, in the conference uh, semis, we had Suns up against the Mavs, and the Mavs came out on top. They won 4-3 in the game seven. Both of us, we had Phoenix going all the way to the finals, and their run ended here in the conference semis. I mean, Reactions, Tim. This was the team that we thought was going to make it all the way, and then now it's there's no chance. There's no chance. I mean, are you flabbergasted by that? I am uh, very shocked by it. I mean, the way that they played. I don't know. I mean, like obviously Luca was a name that got tossed around a lot, but the Mavericks weren't really that impressive mm-hmm. like, overall for the throughout the season. So for them to kind of come come back in, you know, obviously they made it to the playoffs. So I'm not saying that they weren't amazing, like they weren't great, but mm-hmm. just what what were they fourth? Uh, yeah, they were. Uh, yeah. yeah, they were fourth. So I don't know. It just it just yeah, I, I just really didn't expect it. I mean, not not only did I not expect the Mavs to play as well as they did, but I didn't expect the the Suns to just lose you know yeah no yeah and and you know gene last week on our on our call uh he said that the mavs were the dark horse to kind of win it all here and sure enough they ended up beating the suns in game seven and uh moving forward so we both were not able to win any points there um and then on the bottom half of the bracket you had golden state going up against memphis as we've talked about, Jaw got injured. Um, I want to say it was in game three or game four. And uh, Golden State ended up coming out on top, winning that series four to two. Uh, Tim, you had said Grizzlies were going to make it all the way to the conference finals and then lose to Phoenix. But as I predicted, the Warriors were going to win. So, uh, and they did. So I get an extra 20 points for the conference semis win, which bumps up my point total up to 80 and you are down at 60. Um, And as we were talking about before the show, Tim, you currently don't have any more teams in the running here uh, in the playoffs. So, so that that's where your, your, your bracket prediction points ends. It ends at 60. Um, So, that means I win the bracket prediction uh, by 80 points to 60 points. And that means I will get to start next season's weekly wager total $500 more than Tim. Congratulations. Uh, I wish you could have taken it. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I, I gave Tim the win 
for the the regular season weekly wager. I just kind of gave it to him. Still haven't got my know. prize though, but no big deal. Coming soon to a uh, okay. to a mailbox near you. Um, Ooh, okay. Just kidding. I'll probably hand deliver this one. Wrap oh. it up specifically just for you. you. You do deliver lots of things. That is true. That is true. Uh, delivery man by day. Um, production uh, associate by night. So, um, so it's yeah. Fancy title. I mean, what can I say? What can I say? Uh, but yeah, so so now we're moving on. Conference finals. We've got Dallas going up against the Golden State Warriors. And then on the Eastern Conference side, we have the Heat going up against Boston. Before we go any further and just jump into these two matchups, Caleb, I want you to kind of give us an update of where you are because earlier in the season. Oh, he already did. I, he, you asked him where he. So he said, "You're in London, right?" No, <laughs> Tim, not even talking about that. Okay, okay. I meant his are. NBA journey, Tim. You know, God, my journey. I'm a No, I. Uh, you know, earlier in the season, Tim had brought up that you had spun a wheel as well and that you landed on the Spurs. Um, yes. Tell Did us that about, hurt, by the way, I forget. It was, it was painful. Cause he landed on a spur. It was more painful than <laughs> when I fell in Quidditch. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes. So I spun the wheel. I, I will say, and I will be honest that I really did not get into the NBA until probably the last two months or so. Um, okay. I think it was, I ended up going with the NBA app. Um, it's just like the easiest way. I think time difference, there's often a lot of barriers there to be able to watch games routinely. Um, right. And also, I just, I find it very overwhelming in terms of like who, like I feel like the playoffs have kind of like narrowed it down. Right. So you you started with the playoffs, effectively. Basically, yeah, yeah. So you you never watched the Spurs. I think I watch I watched the highlights of one game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you so, got a pretty good idea of who they are. Then what's the uh, what's their coach's name? <laughs> it was a uh, Todrick. Yeah, exactly. Wow, went went from the co-captain of uh, the Quidditch team to uh, <laughs> all the way to the Spurs head coach, and we're not talking talking about the Tottenham Spurs, right? Anybody? <clears throat> Anyways, Tim, can you give us the Spurs head coach? He's a legendary coach in the NBA. Legend. I knew he was a legendary coach, but I can't remember his name right now. His name is Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich. Oh, pop, yeah. Popovich. Popovich. Ah. Wow. Full circle. Chutney, come here. <laughs> um. So, so you've really started to kind of watch more of the uh, NBA come playoff time. Um, I know that. I've heard you say a few times in our in our group chat that you've gone back, you've watched games in the playoffs. Specifically, I feel like you've watched a lot of Grizzlies games, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, so can you give us any insight of, of where your head is now on the 
landscape of the NBA of the of the final two matchups here that can you know decide who goes to the finals are are you surprised from watching the playoffs would you have predicted the teams that are in the final four to be there now or you know were you hoping the Grizzlies would make it all the way I mean I was hoping the Grizzlies would make it all the way um I think in hearing a lot of your episodes and like especially about John Morant how exciting of a player he is um Mm -hmm. it's just been they've been such a fun team to watch especially because i think they're a younger team yes um but from my early the baby bear Hmm? no let's hear that what was i mean you interrupted him so we should probably just you know it was probably important you know what was it tim (laughs) (laughs) talking about how young the grizzlies are it's like they're baby bears you know and you made fun of me for calling it the Battle for the Forest. I love the Battle of the Forest. What are you talking about? I almost got I a, a fan of rooting Cubs. for it. It's on. It's honestly probably one of the best series so far in the entire playoff series. So I will it, say it was all for nothing at this point. So, mm, ouch. Who? Which of you is the mama the, bear, and which of you is the the cub? Tim's the cub. I'm I thought you were going to say which teacher. one's the, the papa bear. It's <laughs> always the substitute <laughs> in every scenario. And- well, isn't it just like full circle here? I mean, you have the battle for the forest, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, Grizzlies take over, but then you have the warriors. Just the humans come in and take over and just tear down nature. They slaughter, Yeah, they slaughter the animals, the wildlife. And so now the mavericks, the horses – they say, you know what? No, we're not going to let you do that to the Grizzlies. We're going to come and we're going to get revenge. So well, if now, you look at if you look at history of the world, I mean, man, man dominates the horse. You know, that's true. So, so the horse, they're trying to stand up for themselves. Now the horse dominates. So the would, that's not how it happens. What would you call this series between the Mavs and the Warriors? I mean, what's this the battle for? The um the range, you know, cowboys. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say like maybe Narnia, the battle for Narnia. Hmm. There the we horse. go. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. Definitely better than battle for the range. <laughs> so. What 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 was your plan? Huh? What do you mean? What what would you have called it? Uh, battle for Narnia. That's what I was going to say. Caleb kind of read my mind there. Um, Mama bear. Exactly. You know, again, like I said, I mean, you've been doing your research. Your dad jokes are better. I mean. Uh, All right. This is the last episode I'm going to be here. (laughs) Caleb, welcome. Welcome to the show officially. I'm gone. So what about the Eastern Conference side? We have the Heat going up against the Celtics. Tim, you've, you've. Vocalized your your fandom for the Celtics here in the second half. So yeah. are are you rooting for them to take on the Heat right here, or do you think the Heat are going to be too hot? I I really don't know what to expect. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely rooting for the Celtics, but uh, I I don't know if they really stand a chance. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, the Heat just seems to be pretty relentless, but the Celtics also seem to be pretty 
pretty surprisingly aggressive. So I, I really, I don't know. I just feel like every matchup that the Celtics have had, like they just continue to surprise me, even though they shouldn't, you know? Okay. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, no, I mean, it makes, it makes complete sense. I mean, I think the Celtics have kind of been that team, especially because of their performance in the first half where they weren't even like anywhere close to being, you know, regarded as, as good of a team as they are now. Uh, but they came out in the second half and, and I feel like they've still kind of been playing that underdog role a little bit because, you know, they first go up against the Nets and the Nets are supposed to be this superpower, you know, with Katie and Kyrie and the Celtics are like, nope, we're going to sweep you. And uh, and then they move on they to play against Milwaukee, which, again, they're the NBA champions of last year. So I still think they're honestly kind of an underdog there. And they upset them and they move on to the uh, conference finals here. So they've evened out the series at one tonight um, at the time of recording. They beat the Heat 127-102. to 102. Um, Marcus Smart actually came back and played this game. Uh, Al Horford came back and played this game. Um, and, you know, I, I think one of the bigger issues uh, in game one with Boston-Miami was just defense. Um, you know, we knew this was going to be a defensive series, but Jimmy Butler came out and put up, you know, somewhere near 40 points. And, uh, I, you know, I came out and told our group of friends, I was like, you know, Jimmy Butler can put up 40 points, but he's not going to do that on a you know nightly basis. He, he they're you know they're not going to allow him to do that tonight. He goes out, he puts up 29, which is still pretty impressive. Uh, but again, Marcus Smart's back in there, defensive player of the year. He had a big game, had 24 points. Jason Tatum had 27. Um, again, I think Boston can you know take this series because they have more shooters around them. Um, again, I don't know why. And this is probably just because I'm more of a casual viewer. I don't know why the Miami Heat aren't putting Duncan Robinson in more. He's one of the you know bigger three point threats within the past few seasons. Um, so again, I think the Heat just don't have enough people around them that are going to put up high enough points. If they can stop Jimmy Butler, I think Celtics have a really good chance of of winning this series. And like I said tonight, they came back. They they won a game, so they've tied the series up. Uh, Caleb, have you paid attention to the Celtics at all or the Heat at all uh, during this time of uh, you kind of watching the playoffs? I watched a few of the the early games with um, okay. the Celtics and the Nets, especially because okay. uh, guys are Nets fans, of course. But well, Tim's not were, anymore. Were yeah, yeah well, you're were. wearing the hat, Tim. I'm so confused now. I know, just because it's my only basketball hat right now. <laughs> um. So I've watched I watched a lot of those early games and then also watched the first series with the Heat as well and they just seemed mm, okay. um with Atlanta so they which I guess you're is probably still a little bit bitter about don't want to talk okay. about it it's fine. it's fine well we won't but I did I did watch it <laughs> <laughs> that was a series that definitely could have been a four zero sweep as well though. Uh, Trey Young just could not get anything going there. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I think Atlanta struggled with a bunch of injuries this year and just could could never get a solid five on the court at, at you know, mm-hmm. each game. So it is what it is. But uh, I've got a think? quick question in regards to the Celtics, if we can go back to them for a second. Yeah, so let's do it. If we, 
I mean, obviously they were number two going into the playoffs, right? But we kind of looked at these these past few matchups, and despite them having like a higher place going into the playoffs, we can kind of see how, in some ways, they were somewhat the underdogs, right? Like you said, the Nets were right. kind of supposed to be this big team. They played the Bucks, champions of last year, and now they're going up against the Heat, who were number one. So they are the proper underdogs, right? So let's just assume they do win. Okay. Against the Heat. And, you know, it's it's a third underdog story. When they go up against whoever, whoever it might be, the Mavericks or the Warriors, mm-hmm. do you see one of those teams kind of being more of an, like having an upper hand advantage? And do you think that's what they need? Like, mm. because it almost seems like that's what's fueling them, right? It's just like... Right. The, the the they're coming back. Nobody expected this from them, and I, I mean, I don't know if that's really what's going on in their minds, but like, I just wonder if you put, like, say the Mavericks, for instance. Like, I feel like the Warriors are kind of the the given team right now, right, right. And obviously, they have how many championships with the current? I mean, with with Curry and Clay. I want to say they've got three, three, right. So, like. That would make the most sense if if they're if the if it's Celtics Warriors okay yeah. then this is the Celtics time but if they were going up against the Mavericks do you see that like kind of flopping for them does that make sense does that question yeah make sense? no yeah because I mean you, like you said you you go down the line of their matchups so far <clears> in the playoffs and they've been underdogs even in the conference finals against the number one seed I mean I'd still consider them underdogs even if it is you know a thin line there I, I would still consider them underdogs. But you make a great point. Like if let's say Boston makes it to the finals and the Warriors make it to the finals, then you've got a Warriors Celtics. You've got a, a Warriors team that, yes, more veteran team. They've got championships together. Um, I, I would see them as the you know the upper dog. I guess you want to call it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you, I saw you trying to like find the word to how to you know yeah, how to describe. I didn't, I didn't want to say that because it just sounds like an idiot, but. You know, I, I feel like I take on that role for you do quite often. Podcast. Um, I love it. I, I very much appreciate it. Um, yes, I think the Warriors have an upper hand if they were playing the Celtics. Celtics definitely would be underdogs, and and if the Mavericks came in and played the Celtics, I think Celtics are no longer the underdog there. And and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe they do need to have, uh, you know maybe they need to be the underdog because I think one big thing in the media right now is Jason Tatum is like slowly going through all of these NBA greats uh, or NBA soon to be hall of famers and, and just taking them down one by one beat KD mm-hmm. beat Kyrie beat Giannis. Like if they make it through the heat, he beats Jimmy Butler. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if mm-hmm. he goes all the way to the finals and, uh, you know, takes on the Warriors. Let's say, I mean, you're taking down Steph, Clay, and Draymond at that point. But yes, it. I feel like if it was a Luca, Jason Tatum finals, it it would be exciting. Don't get me wrong, I would love it. Because right, right. They right, kind of right. come from the same class of, you know, they've only been in the year uh, in the league a few years together. Mm-hmm. So it would be more of like a battle of like who's going to be the next young superstar that takes that next step of being you know a true superstar in the league um 
But I don't know. That's very interesting. Very interesting to kind of look at as, you know, the Celtics being this underdog team. And I again, I brought up earlier, their first half of the season was horrible. You know, no one expected them to do this well. And they come out in the second half and they're just shocking everybody. So um, I would I would be happy with Celtics winning it all, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, is that who you're rooting out for? Out of these, no. That is not who I'm rooting for. I am rooting for the Warriors. I want to see Steph and Clay and Draymond win another one without KD. I don't want any more of this, like, you know, oh, they won it only because KD was on the team and they had four, you know, all stars and blah, blah, blah. Like, I get it. You know, I get their, the people's frustration with that. But I, I don't know. I genuinely like who Steph and Clay and Draymond are. Um, and so I would I would be excited to see them win another one. But at the same time, if Luca stepped up to the plate or Jason Tatum stepped up to the plate, I think a lot of people also would like to see Jimmy Butler win one. You know, another seasoned vet who just hasn't won a ring yet. Um, I think a lot of people w- would be happy with seeing that. I think if out of these four, I'd be happy with anyone. Honestly, I'd be happy with any of these players winning rings. Um, but now, what about you guys? You know, we've talked a little bit about each matchup. You know, Caleb, I know you've been paying attention more than Tim. So, who do you think? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Who who would you be happy uh, seeing win the entire thing? I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty open. Um, I will say, I'm. I'm still a little bit bitter from the Grizzlies Warriors series. Mm. I know y'all are y'all too really liked the Grizzlies. I did too, but I just didn't I didn't see them taking that next step this yeah, season. Yeah. So. I mean, I I had secretly hoped that they would, but I wasn't convinced, if that makes sense. Um, okay. Yeah. So I think I think I'm rooting for the Warriors as well. Um, kind of being relatively new to this. They're I, I feel like a lot of players that have stood out have been like Jordan Poole, for example. Um, and then also like Draymond Green is so fun to watch, especially defensively. Um, right. So I think, I think I'm going Warriors currently. Oh, okay. So you want the Warriors to go all the way? I think so. As of right now, unless you can convince me, Tim. I don't know if I can convince you, but I definitely wouldn't go Warriors personally. I'm, Probably my favorite of the four, like who I would prefer the most, would be the Celtics. But I think the Mavericks are like slowly becoming my number two. Ooh. I'm kind of torn between them and the Warriors. The Heat, I I have the least interest in. I don't know why. Even though I mean they, they've played well, but I mean we've talked about it time and again. But we just I just don't know enough about the Heat. They just haven't been the center of any controversy and maybe I need that, you know, Maybe, but so. I think I'm, I'm kind of pulling for the Celtics and the Mavs walk well because I, I like a good underdog story. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, mean I, I, I like Steph a lot, but not enough, not enough. I guess I, maybe I, I've not thought about it enough to say, I, like I'm going to put my finger on it, but I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of the, the guy that like, okay, well you've had your time in the spotlight. So let's, Mm. you know, I just, I don't, would it really impress me that much if they 
win another championship? I, probably not. I, that's not to say that they don't deserve it. I mean, if they win it, they win it. Cool, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like what what a historic season it would be for Steph for him to end with the NBA championship. You know, because he already broke the three point record this season, mm-hmm. which is honestly just such a historic moment in the NBA. And for him to kind of like round it off with getting the NBA championship, that would be pretty huge. And I just, I don't know. I love a good story like that as well. But I think we've painted a pretty good picture of the Celtics, though, as well, this episode mm-hmm. about how like really they are breaking down walls right now. So I, I agree. I would, I think a Celtics Warriors final would be so much fun to mm-hmm. watch. Um, and I would honestly be happy with either of those teams winning it. But, I don't know. I, I don't know if I feel too confident in the Mavericks. Uh, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I do either. They really rely on Luca to re- like really put up forty plus points a night. You know, they do have good pieces around them, but it is more yeah. so mm. based around Luca. Well, and I think like I think that's too much for him. Don't get me wrong. And mm-hmm. you know, if they continue, that that's going to eventually burn him out. But maybe that's what it is that just excites me. Steph is already immortalized. Right. He's a legend, but to see Jason Tatum or Luka Doncic make it, you know, I just think there's something special to see that like that's making history too, right? Like that will, mm-hmm. uh, that will officially establish either one of them as a legend. You know what I mean? Like, whereas right now they're still kind of outproving themselves. Would you say, what about Jimmy Butler? I mean, he is a veteran of the game. And yeah, I know you I mean, don't I've, know much about him, but like, he also is one of those players that has been in the league for a long time, has gone to different teams trying to just find the right fit. And here we go. This is his second time in the finals with the Heat. Can or not in the finals, but this is potentially going to be his second time with the Heat in the finals. You know, mm-hmm. would that immortalize him? You know, I don't know. Maybe, but I. I guess, you know, just talking about how Jason and Luca are younger mm-hmm. and Jimmy Butler, maybe it, it would kind of give him that legendary status, but he's Hall already fame, potentially maybe. Right. I don't know. But he's already established, right. you know, as a, as a great player. It's still impressive to, you know, finally take home a, a ring, but I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I just kind of view it differently for whatever reason. Right, right. Mm. Out of Luca and Jason Tatum, who are you more of a fan of? And this is a question for both of you. I'm going to say Luca. Um, okay. What is it about Luca? I feel like he's versatile. Um, not to say that Tatum isn't. I, it, it probably is recency bias just from, like, I'm not super familiar with the Mavericks team. Um, so having mm-hmm. just watched them play the Warriors. And kind of seeing Luca put up what he was able to in that first game, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I could see either one of them. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Tim? I think I'm right there with you. I, I I like the Celtics more as a team, but individually, I I think I kind of favor Luca, and I. I this is kind of silly, but I, I think wise because I feel like Jason Tatum's a little bit more cocky. Hmm. I mean, 
I think any, we talked about it last week, any player in the NBA has probably got some arrogance. They've got to have the confidence to play at right. that level, especially these guys, the stars of the team. Right. So I'm sure Luca has got his own set of arrogance, but I just feel like I see it in Jason Tatum a little bit more. It's funny. I feel like I feel like the exact opposite of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jason Tatum has this like silent killer. Like, well, and maybe that's it. what it is. I if Luca has arrogance, he's out there. Like his arrogance is manifested in like this laughter. Like he's mm, having so yeah. he looks like he's having a lot more fun, and I can get behind that because similar to my preference to Jaws, like yeah, he's doing amazing things, but he is having fun. Yeah, Jason Tatum. Absolutely, Silent Killer is a perfect way to to like describe him. But he's he's got this seriousness to him that like he needs to mm-hmm. to do well. But I just don't like relate to that as much. Maybe you know what's you know what funny? I mean? At the beginning of the not a sports guy season, you were telling me this this ex- same exact conversation, except we were talking about KD and Steph. You were saying, yeah, KD's good, but like. He's just not flashy. Like he's just not excited. He doesn't mm. look like he's having fun out there. Steph, mm. he's hitting mm. step back threes and smiling and doing a shimmy and like having fun. And so I think we, I mean. we have found the formula for you, Tim. Yeah. Like what you like to see in a player. And and I guess like you said, Luca over Jason Tatum here. So if they if that comes down to a a Luca versus Jason Tatum finals, that would be Ooh. fun. That would be fun to see as well. I just feel like the yeah. Celtics would win that one. Like, I don't know. I just, again, even since la- even since the first round of the playoffs, I haven't been on Mavs' side. I thought Jazz were going to beat them. I thought Suns were going to beat them. And now here we are. War- I feel like Warriors, this should be a no-brainer for the Warriors to win. And then even I was like, well, if the Mavs do make it past the Warriors and get to the finals, Celtics would just beat them. You know, like maybe I should start seriously – you know, looking at the Mavs as some contenders. But I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's so hard when you have teams like the Warriors, Celtics, and Heat who have like a full roster of of, mm-hmm. te- of teammates and, and players that just mesh well together. Like you've got, you know, with the Celtics, you've got Tatum and Brown and Smart and Warriors. We've already talked about their big three. And the Heat, you've got Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry and, Tyler here, like when you think of Mavs, like Luca, and yes, they've got like Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie, but like even those players aren't really like. I mean, Brunson has had a bigger playoff, you know, run and definitely has made a name for himself, but it's just like I just feel like they don't have enough depth to really like make it mm. all the way. And I, and watch me, I might, you know, <laughs> I might listen back to this in a few weeks and they're the NBA champions. And I'll be like, well, I had no clue what I was talking about, but I don't know. That's just how I feel right now. So, all right, y'all. Well, I mean, that's, that's all we have for you. That's all we have. Caleb, do you have any closing words? This is your first time being on uh, the not sports guy podcast. Definitely not the last, but uh, you know, I hope you enjoyed your time. I absolutely have. Uh, just wanted to say thank you to both of you for having me and letting me come on and just spout nonsense about brooms and waddling and <laughs> and try to give some semblance of uh, NBA insight um, from my six-week journey or thereabouts. Well, hey, 
I appreciate it. I mean, you definitely, even though like you've just been following from, you know, around the playoffs, you know, whenever that began, it definitely sounds like you've put in the time to watch some of these games. You've definitely, you know, got to see some of these players, you know, have amazing games and, you, you know, enough for you to actually have a valid opinion on, you know, some of these mm-hmm. takes. So I do appreciate you coming on. Tim, do you have any closing words before we hit the outro here? No. All right. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I'm sure everyone else really appreciates all those words that you had to, uh, had to say for I us. I mean, you're, you're out here trying to replace me, you know? I'm not. Caleb's just doing it. You know, it's I'm not. I don't even have a choice here. Like I've said many times before, Tim, like you're the reason we're doing the podcast. I That's don't true. have any choice here, and Caleb's just kind of like nudging you out of the way. And so it's like I'm I'm here either way. Well, whichever listen, not a sports guy is here. Yeah, I but can't you were control. you were out here inviting him back. I mean, you said this is the first time, certainly not the mm-hmm. last. It just kind of feels like this. well, I'm I'm like Goldilocks. You know? Mama Bear has invited me back and. The cub is no. He's the substitute. I was the substitute teacher. Oh, all right, sorry, <laughs> professor. All right, everybody, make sure you're following us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all at Not a Sports Guy Podcast. Tim, where can they email us? Caleb. Ooh, oh my goodness, pressure. Okay, second time I got it. Not a sports guy podcast at gmail. Dot com. There you go. Forward slash. I love to hear it. No. <laughs> no. And Tim, we cannot leave without a listener of the week. So go well, ahead. Well, technically we could. We could. No. No. That's not what we've we've done here on the show. You're right. We shouldn't. We shouldn't, but we could. I'm just saying, like, let's not talk in absolutes. <laughs> this week. The listener of the week is underscore the ramble podcast. Everyone make sure you go today when you are done listening to this episode. If you haven't already, go listen to the newest episode of the ramble. It is called the lowliest of the lows. Can y'all give us some insight of what they can expect on this week's episode? Tim. Yes. So here's what you can expect. I will share how I loosened up the old stomach muscles for an intense taco challenge. Speaking of the taco challenge from not a sports guy, how ironic. Yeah. So you'll get to hear more about that on the ramble this week. What else will they yes. be able to hear? We'll also be talking about an ethical dilemma involving a former neighbor seeking to reclaim stolen bounty. Ooh. And Caleb will be sharing his medical school woes and an appreciation for palindromes. Oh, wow. All right. That's just a little sneak peek. So. A little sneak peek. If you want to read wow. the rest of the description, go follow us. <laughs> yes, that's exactly Where can they follow right. us, Caleb? They can follow us. Oh, no. Jacob just told us. <laughs> Sorry. At underscore the Ramble Podcast. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Caleb, for joining us. If you want to hear more of Caleb, you know where to go. The ramp. Oh. That was that was for Caleb. Oh wow. So maybe is that Caleb's drop? Can we I mean, I hate to say it. The wizard from London. <laughs> 
Caleb Johnson. The Quidditch star. Come in on my broom. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see that you next sense. week. And as always. I'll see you. Oh, see you. <laughs>